0: Can everybody hear me? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's funny. Uh, you know, what an what an awesome picture on the front of Yvonne. And, uh, thank you for NG for putting it on. And uh, uh, you know, Diane and Yvonne had the same scripture. You know, they both wrote it, wrote it on the floor, which which was awesome. And and, she, and, and Yvonne, Yvonne said, I'll I'll humbly share that with you, Diane. You know, and and she really did. She she. Uh, truly was uh, a, a special woman and uh, will always be etched in our memories. And, uh, uh, you know, really, really something special. Um, so, you know, my message today is um, take up your cross and follow me. Uh, I'll tell you, you know, when I studied this scripture, it really, really spoke to my heart. It you know, really, you know. You know, it's one of those scriptures we've all read, and we've all, uh, you know, we we all like it, you know. And uh, but you know, the more I studied it, the more I was inspired uh, uh, by it. And you know, uh, probably, uh, I don't know, don't know when I came up with "at the cross" is our name, but it was in the middle of the night, uh, as I was praying and, and reading, reading God's word, and this scripture came to me. And it's it's right then and there where I came up with at the cross, and of course I shared it with Diane and Nick and whoever else was involved. This was before we ever started, and, and truly it was it was so fitting at the cross. The cross means so much to us, and it's so uh, it's so awesome to think about. Um, and uh, you know, and, and a little while ago, I started reading a, a book called um, I'm Not a Fan in my my brother Christ, Tim, uh, was telling me about it. And I said, you know, I said, when you're done with it, can I read it? You know, cause he was telling me how they were having a Bible study about it. And, uh, uh and as I started reading this, this book, uh, you know, the, the author really great book. It's a must read by the way, not a fan. If you haven't read it, uh, grab that book, uh, and read it. Uh, but, uh, the author, um, didn't, didn't, uh, put scripture in the front. So I wasn't sure where he was coming from. And all I could think of was this scripture right here. Uh, uh luke nine twenty three uh and uh and i want to um read that then he said to them all, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me um, uh truly uh, one of those great scriptures um, and uh the the, uh, the book challenges all of us. Um, there's so many fans who sit on the sidelines who cheer Jesus on. you know we, we love to sing all the songs uh, you know we love the fellowship we we love pastor Nick's lessons you know we 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 like all that stuff about the church and, and what it means the fellowship we love the potlucks, you know. We 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 really enjoy all that stuff, and uh, the love is great, man. The love, oh, they talk about love all the time. You know, the love is great, uh, but as a fan, you haven't committed your life to Jesus. You know, fans just sit on the chair. Like Jesus didn't call, uh, didn't write these words. Didn't tell uh, tell Luke and, and Matthew and Mark to write and John to write all these words down. They all recorded it. He didn't say those words to for you to be a fan. He, he said those words for you to be a follower. That's really the, cru- I could stop preaching right now. But uh, that, that, that would, uh, that, that's the crux of the lesson. Um, uh, so are you a fan or are you a follower? You know, and I, I ask myself that too. You know, I really, because, you know, no matter what kind of a follower you think you are, you could be a better follower. You know every day I open god 's word, and he, he hits me between the eyes with it you know so so you know are you a f- fan or are you a follower uh, you've been given everything um, by uh, by Jesus to be a follower you know when uh Jesus says to his disciples, "Come follow me uh, he, he just he, he invites them to come in and you know for some they run to him you know there's there's a reason why. You know, they run to him, uh, you know, and, but then he, then he lays some hammers down on them. And, you know, as we'll see in, in Matthew and, and, and Peter, that sure, they, they reacted in different ways. So uh, when you decide to follow Jesus, you've you got to love Jesus with all your heart, mind. So, you know, we know the greatest commandment is to love God with all your heart, mind. So it's, it's the same with Jesus. You know, Jesus and God are one and the same. So we we need to love him with all our heart, mind, and soul. And be careful not to skip over that. You know, I I said that awful fast. With all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. It means a lot. That means you're going to give it your all. Um, You know, maybe you're not quite a follower. Maybe you're not quite a fan. You're somewhere in between it. Uh, But my goal... And my prayer for you today, and I've been praying for a couple weeks on this lesson. One nice thing about preaching every three months is that you get to really <laughs> think about your lesson a lot. And, and, and this lesson, you know, I, I want to challenge you to be a better follower of Jesus. I want to motivate you to change your ways. You know, and I want the Word of God to do it. You know, it's not me, it's the scripture. Uh, and you know, this, it's funny, this scripture isn't real popular. You know you you know what John 316 we all know that scripture uh, for God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son whoever believes in him shall have eternal life that's all in the football stance. John 316 John 316 you know we see it all over the place that's that's a good one we don't we don't see uh, Luke 923 <laughs> we, we don't see Luke 923 it's it's not one of those uh, those scriptures that you hold up you you if you had Luke nine twenty three up there, you say uh, deny yourself. Oh, Jesus! I, I think we better put that one down real quick. You know, deny yourself—that sounds really tough. Uh, you know, but truly, you know, you can't have uh, John three sixteen. You know, you can't believe in Jesus and have eternal life without knowing Luke nine twenty three. You know, they really tie together. Uh, you know, Jesus in Luke nine twenty three and, and and the other gospels really really tells us what it's, what it's like I've got to tell you some of the key points about Luke nine twenty three is uh, first of all I, like I said you've got to deny yourself really tough tough one you know uh, uh, if, and if you say you believe in Jesus you've got to deny yourself it's, there's no room for yourself and Jesus in the same room <laughs> you know Jesus has to be number one uh, Paul says it's no longer I who live but Christ who lives in me uh, the great apostle Paul uh, you know, really got it right after years of, of persecuting Christians uh, he realized that when he met Jesus uh, there was no room for him to deny myself and take up my cross and follow me And uh, Paul says basically it's the same thing it's no longer I who live but Christ who lives in me then Jesus says you must, uh, take up your cross, uh, you know, today the cross is a symbol of Christianity, you know, I love how a lot of you wear your crosses, you know, we got pictures of crosses, you know, Chuck did a nice job on this one, and put at the cross on the cross, and you know, it's, it's really a great symbol, um, but you know, in Jesus' day, uh, it, it meant something a little different, uh, you know, it meant suffering, uh, it meant humiliation, uh, you probably would die. Most likely, you were going to die if you were, you were carrying your cross. You know, the Romans used it uh, for torture and for death, and also for people looking, watching, so they would know you're not going to cross our lines. You know, this is this this person not only was going to go to the cross, he had to carry his cross uh, to the to the place where he would be tortured, beat, stripped, and die. So you know, the cross back then was not a real a great symbol. You know, you, uh, today if you wore a, uh, you know, um, I think it would probably would be the same thing as if you put an electric chair around your neck. You know, that's, that's, that's what it was back then. Uh, you know, if you, uh, you know, when you, uh, if you had a cross around your neck, you know, they would say, what are they wearing that cross for? They're crazy. But then, you know, it's like today, um, it's, it means something different. Uh, then Jesus says, you have to deny, have to follow me daily. Um, that's, that's the next, uh, Step, I think we all need to take. Uh, you know, we're great at come to church on Sunday, and you know we have a great service. You know, we we really, we really work hard on our services every single week. Nick does an awesome job putting this this whole thing together, and uh, he not only preaches, but he, he puts all this stuff together. And it's really exciting, but then comes Monday, and then comes you know Tuesday, and then comes Wednesday, and why Wednesday? You know, we're we're really struggling. Jesus challenges you uh, to take up your cross and follow me daily. Um, uh, Luke 9.23 really defines to me what it means to follow him. Um, And and I encourage you to read it yourself. But um, if you look at Luke 5.27 and 28, back a couple chapters... 27 and 28 after this Jesus went out and saw talk tax collector by the name of Levi sitting at his tax booth follow me Jesus said to him and Levi got up left everything and followed him uh, can you imagine that here is Levi uh, Matthew collecting taxes probably was one of the most hated people around because tax collectors not only collected taxes for the Romans but kept a little for themselves uh, you know if you, you could probably uh, get a loan from them if you, if you had to, you know. But then they tax you a little more. But uh, you know, they were they were really um, something. Uh, you wouldn't. I mean, if I was a preacher, and I said, uh, "Come follow me," I wouldn't go get that guy in the back, doling out cash and taking out cash. You know, I wouldn't. Get, I'd go to Tom in the front row and say, "Come follow me, Tom." You know. But Jesus, Jesus knew Matthew. He knew knew what he would be able to do, and you know, Matthew's called Levi uh, in here, and you know, Levi, there's a, a there's a reason behind Levi. You know, Levi w- was a sort of short for Levites. Levites were were supposed to be priests, and uh, he was raised in a in a by some priest, and he was supposed to be a priest, uh, and that's why he, they gave him the name Levi. You know, but he, Levi. Uh, Saw, saw a better way to make a living than be a priest and memorize all those scriptures and, and sit there day in and day out and receive the same things over and over again. You know, uh, so but the, the message I got from that is that God, will, God used Matthew in a special way and He just like he uses every one of you in a special way. You know why he chose Matthew? Matthew, because of his being a tax collector, he was a wicked good record keeper you know that's what like don is a, is a good record keeper you know he's always recording all the, the uh you know the stuff here how many people come he's been doing that for how long Don? since we started, since we started. you know he, he could he could tell you how many people came to the first bible study you know which is which is good that's why we chose him to be the be the treasurer <laughs> you know and, and so there, there was a reason why why jesus chose matthew because he was a great record keeper. He he would go on to write uh, the book of Matthew and, and let all the Jews know how they needed to follow a savior. Not not a bunch of laws. Matthew would write in a special kind of way. See, Jesus knew that Matthew had a special talent and ability, just like he knows each and every one of you got something to, to bring to the table. You know, Deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow him. That's what Jesus is telling you today. Deny yourself. Do something for me. Take up your cross and follow me you each have something to bring to the table um so what did matthew do he said and levi got up left everything and followed him wow you know i i think at for for the first time in his life he felt the love that was coming from jesus you know he, he was willing to drop everything a lucrative career i mean making you know lots of money he was willing to drop it and follow Jesus you know and that's the same thing we got to do we got to drop our 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 selfish desires and follow him drop everything and follow him uh, amen thank you <laughs> do you hear Jesus calling you it's not not easy is it uh, you know no matter what you know or what you don't know um, you need to leave everything behind and follow jesus i, I that's the message today you know it's the right thing to do uh you know jesus used used matthew's uh, writings and recording skills to to write the book of matthew he's going to use you in a special way you know you can make a difference in someone else's life in in the name of jesus you know only you can do that you you have a special gift that to share with someone else so please let jesus leave you use you in a special way Peter's life as a follower had more ups and downs. You know, uh, Nick wrote a nice article on the back about Peter and and his ups and downs. And uh, Read it if you get a chance. But it's uh, truly, uh, you know, I don't know about you, but I I really can relate to Peter. I can can relate to Peter. Uh, For so many years, as a Christian, you know, I thought of myself as a follower. But you know what? I said and did all the right things. I knew how to play the church game, but I still followed myself. I still thought I was the one who was motivating everything, the one who was stirring the the straw, the straw that stir, stirred the the drink. You know, I, I still think, thought I was pretty good. You know, and and that's that's where um, that's how I identify with Peter. You know, Peter was the same way. You know, he he had his ups and downs, uh, but you know that's why these scriptures. Not, not only spoke to me, I pray they speak to you. In Matthew sixteen fifteen, I give all you a chance to get, open your Bibles and turn to that too. You know, 16. <laughs> or click, click, click and find it somewhere. So Matthew sixteen fifteen. 15. Um, what about you? He asked. Who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered. You are the son of you are the Christ, the Son of the Living God. Uh, Jesus replied, "Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. For this was not revealed to you by man, but by my Father in heaven." Um, you know, Peter's real fired up. You know, he he got it right this time. You know, he, he when Jesus says, "Who do you say I am?" He says, "You are." <clears throat> excuse me. You are the Christ, the Son of the Living God, and, and God bless you with that, Peter. And you know. He must have been so happy because you know he 'd had his struggles with Jesus, you know he tried to walk on the water and he fell, fell down you know he, he was always being picked up, but at least he got out of the boat, right He got out of the boat, but you know here uh, he 's really fired up and says, "You are the, are the Christ, the Son of the living God you know i 've done the same thing you know when I hear god 's word, I get really excited you know I, I get inspired I, I, I apply it to myself first because i I take everything to, so so much to heart. You know, but then, uh, and then something comes along. And, and has Jesus called you out? Uh, and s- Says, "Who do you say I am? Who do you say I am? Uh, who, who do you say that Jesus is?" When, when you, when push comes to shove, where what does he uh, stand in your life? Uh, are you all excited like Peter? Uh, yes, you are my savior. I will follow you. But, but Jesus says to Peter in only a few verses o- over. Uh, Verses uh, 16, 21 through 23. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed on, and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this is, shall not happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. In only a short time away from being a a tremendous follower of Jesus, saying the right things, Peter says, you know, what happens to Peter? He was willing to follow Jesus, but on his own terms. He was. He wanted, you know, he had the Savior right then and there. He wanted to keep the Savior. He wanted that, that buddy right next to him always doing and saying the right things. You know, but Jesus tells him, I must, you know, do this. I have to do this. And uh, then he says to Peter, and I, I, I can't imagine him saying this. But he, he said to me, Rick, get behind me, Satan. He said, you don't have the things of my world in mind. You have your own world in mind. You know, can you imagine Jesus saying to you, get behind me, Satan. You know, it's, it's really an eye-opener. And he said that to me. <laughs> Jesus has spoken to me, and, and, and thank God for forgiveness, because I, I just fall down on my knees and say, I am so sorry, God. I am so sorry I have shortchanged you and, and put myself above you. I, I, that, I can never do that. You know, wow, Jesus is clear me and you there's one way <laughs> it's his way uh, remember how blessed peter was just a few scriptures ago because he had listened to god now jesus is calling Pete, peter satan jesus is telling us there is one way to god the father jesus says in, in some other scriptures i am the way i am the truth and i am the life uh you know that, that and there's no other way to god except that that, that this way Back to Jesus' words um, in in Luke 9, 23. Um, I want to read 23 through 25. I'm going to sort of read a little bit more on this. Then he said to them, All, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me will save it. What good is it, good is it for a man to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit his very self? Um, I think a big mistake we all make uh, when we read scriptures is, uh, oh, that scripture applies to the preacher. That preacher, that scripture applies to the elders. That Scripture about applies to the teachers, you know. It's it's you know the cross. That's you know, that's the cross. You know, I'm, I don't I don't I don't know what it means to take up a cross. You know, the, the preacher knows about that. You know, and that's a big mistake we all make. You know, but if you notice in verse twenty three, then he said to them all, "Hmm, that means you." <laughs> Mark also says. He called out to the crowd. Get over here. I got something to tell you. You know, Mark said, not only did he send them all, he called the crowd over. I got something to tell you and the disciples. You've got to follow me. You've got to deny yourself. You've got to take up your cross and follow me. Uh, You know, so uh, he's speaking to each and every one of us. uh, But you know something? Uh, It's what I love about God. Uh, you, You notice that if, anyone, if that's your way out. You know, he's not going to make you do any of this. You know, he he's, that if that's what that means. If if you want know, uh, if you're tired of being a fan, you can follow me. If you decided you're not going to pull that selfish stuff anymore, you can follow me. You know, if he, he gives you that option, you know, you can you can continue to be a fan. You can get, get continue not to follow him at all. You know, cuz you know why? He says if, because he wants followers. He don't want fans. <laughs> he doesn't want someone to cheer him on. He wants someone to follow after him, do do his will. And that's, that's why that if gives you a way out, but it's also a way a way you don't want to do, They're the things you don't want to do. You, you don't want to keep on being a fan. You don't keep on cheering them on. You know, cause, cause I can't imagine what Jesus thinks about us, you know, when we we go about our lives like he doesn't exist, and th- then we show up on for church <laughs> you know, that's you know that's why he says that if you know if you know you, you've got to make a decision uh, I want you to make that commitment and think about it really seriously because someday you you'll have to someday you'll really have to it, it's it's uh, it there comes a point in your life where you've got to make your mind up you know i I'm getting a little older now i'm, I'm and boy, every day is valuable. Every day is precious. I, I just, I told Nick the best thing we can do, you know, is bring people to Jesus with our lives. That's that's our goal. There's there's no other no other way. You know that that's our goal. Um, um, so you can uh, say I'm going to finish school first, or I'm going to wait till I get that promotion first, or I'm going to wait till I know the Bible better. You know, before I'm going to follow him, uh, or I got you know really things I got to do first, or you can decide right now that I'm going to follow him no matter what. Uh, but until then, you're going to be a fan, and and you know Jesus will patiently wait for you. He will patiently wait for you, and, and uh, he'll love you just the same. You know, God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. There's no know, God loves everybody. But he, he wants you to believe in Jesus. He wants you to take up your cross and follow me. Um, you know, and, and another thing in this scripture that I, it really blew me away is this if anyone would come after me, I didn't realize, you know, I've all read that, and I you know, that sounds good, you come after Jesus. You know, you know what that means? That means to go after him with everything you got. To love Him with all your heart, mind, and soul. To pursue Jesus like you've never pursued Him before. You know, I, I, when I read that, when I read that commentary on that, I said, "Wow." You know, you know what that reminded me of? My young days when I started dating Diane. You know, I really I pursued her. I couldn't. When I, I was working on the road, you know, away the whole week long. So, boy, I, the minute I got out of my uh, the, the work truck, I jumped in my car. And I drove really too fast to Peterborough. <laughs> and one thing my, my mother caught me on this one. She she it, Diane was calling her uh, on the phone and said, has Nick left has Rick left yet? And mom said, Yeah, he left left seven minutes ago from Antrim and I just drove by her in Peterborough. <laughs> Whoa. But <laughs> you know, but that that's pursuing. You know, I, I, I just love Diane so and I, I couldn't wait to be with her and that's what Jesus says come after me in a special way you, you know Jesus has to be number one in your heart and mind and soul you have to pursue after him you have to go after him with all you've got and when you do that wow people are going to notice people are going to see the love of Christ in you you're going to be a, a different person so that, that right there is, is something special you know I pray that you would pursue uh, Jesus like you pursued your first love. Now Jesus is your first love. Uh, and, and, you know, he, he wants you to come after him that way. Uh, <laughs> so um, we no longer, you know, he says we've got to deny and then he says we've got to deny ourselves. You know, that, that, sound, that sign went down real fast at the football game. But, you know, it, it is so true. Uh, you know what selfishness does? It ruins everything. Selfishness will ruin your marriage. It'll ruin your families. It'll ruin your friendships. It'll ruin the church. It, 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 self, selfishness ruins everything, you know, and, and we have to die, deny ourselves. That means die to ourselves and follow, follow him. Uh, it, that is so important. Uh, denying yourself, you know, to me is, is really an incredible thing. Because all of a sudden I've gone from being a selfish, me-first person, to being the kind of person I want to really want to be. You know, I want to I want to help Diane. You know, I want to help other people. I want to I want to share Jesus in a special way. And I can't do that if I'm selfish. You know, you know the first thing that happened with Diane got her MS, I, I, all I thought about was me. What a terrible, stupid thing to do. You know, but God showed me. You know, this is going to be a blessing. You're gonna you're gonna make Something special out of this, and I didn't know back then. This is nineteen eighty-nine. You know, this is how long we've been. She's been battling that MS. You know, but it truly, uh, you know, it, she has helped me know what selfishness is not, and it's, not, it's the love that she has. Uh, you know, I, uh, I. Then he says, uh, "Finally, take up your cross." daily and follow me uh, I ask you what is your cross you know what what is your cross you know uh, my way of thinking simply it's God's plan for you God has a plan for you you know I I knew a long time ago God had a plan for me you know that my my mother and my grandmother and my great-grandmother all have bibles beside them you know, so I knew I was in trouble, you know, <laughs> and the, the, even though I stumbled and bubbled as a young person, we all do, you know, we all uh, have a hard time opening that Bible, especially when we're young, but I, it just, uh, they, they just embedded something in me, so, so special, you know, and uh, so it's God's plan for you. Uh, if we don't know what God's plan is for all our lives, um, dive into his word Uh, maybe you're just a fan you know maybe you're just cheering him on right now you don't really know what his plan is but you know you know it's good you know you you need to take that next step from being a fan to being a follower you know God has a plan for you no matter what your situation is you know I I I gotta tell you Diane you know has has had a, a tough life she has probably one of the most severe cases of ms anybody has that i know of around here i i know a lot of people with ms and some are doing very well she has never it's never worked out for her and but you know what no one would blame her if she was just a fan but, but she's not a fan she's a follower you know she she uh, always is motivating me she said go preach that sermon you know, as I'm going out the door, you know she's she's always saying something uplifting to me and to everybody she meets. Uh, she's always encouraging. Uh, she's praying for everybody. She, I'm sure she's praying. If she knows you, she's prayed for you. You know, and uh, that's what being a follower is all about. Uh, you know, uh, if if someone in that situation can be a follower, you better be one. You know, you better you better find your calling and be a follower. You know, uh, uh, she. uh And I know God has a plan for you. Uh, And you know what I I tell everybody when when we talk about plans? I say, you have to have a plan for him. You know, you really have to have a plan. When you get up in the morning, what's what's your plan? Is it just to jump out of bed, get a cup of coffee, uh, read the newspaper, see the sports, uh, go to work? Is that your plan? God wants you to plan him first. Spend some time on those Bible apps uh read uh read a few scriptures do do incorporate Jesus God the Holy Spirit into your plan make make him a plan you know I have to have a plan every day i i I just can't wait to open the Bible and let it speak to me you know, please have a plan you know don't don't live life haphazardly don't live life as a a fan take up your cross and follow him so you're probably asking me uh is there any reward you know it probably sounds pretty. It's really tough, you know, to be a follower of Jesus, isn't it? Uh, well, you know, Matthew uh, 8.35 um, uh, says, whoever will, uh, wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me and for the gospel will save it. Boy, that sounds uh, like I'm going to lose everything, you know. <laughs> it sounds really tough. But you know that God has a plan, uh, and, the, and the plan is, is really special. And, you know, the... Three of the disciples got to see the glory of God in, in Luke uh, 9, 28. And, um, it says, And about eight days after Jesus said this, you know, eight days after he had told them, you've got to take up your cross, he took Peter, James, and John uh, with him and went up to the mountain to pray. After he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became bright as a flash of lightning. Two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in glorious splendor talking with Jesus they spoke about his departure, which he was about to bring to fulfillment at Jerusalem. The apostles got to see the glory of of, of heaven. They got to see Moses and Elijah, two of their heroes, no doubt, and uh, who? Uh, but the greatest hero of all is Jesus. You know, he he brought everything together, and uh, you know, so they got to see his glory. And I, I'm telling you, this this next scripture blows me away. And I want you to look at just a couple verses over in verse 34 and 35. While he was speaking, a cloud appeared and enveloped them, and they were afraid as they entered the cloud. A voice came from the cloud saying, This is my son, whom I have chosen. Listen to him. Ah, Wow. When the voice had spoken, they found that Jesus was alone. The disciples kept to themselves and told no one at the time what they had seen. God's saying to you right now, this is my son whom I chose listen to him you know listen to Jesus you know, listen, he, Jesus has so much in store for you uh, you know he, the disciples got to see the glory of heaven um, and I know that God is speaking to you and I today uh, are you going to be a follower or are you going to be a fan uh, you know even if you say you're a follower you can fall better I, I I became a better follower after reading this book and studying this scripture. And the word of God just truly speaks to me. Um, um, finally, you know, we, we rag on Peter, but in John 21 22, uh, I love what Jesus says to Peter. John twenty one twenty two. Huh. Jesus answered, if I wanted him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? You must follow me. See, there comes a point in time, Jesus said to Peter, you've got to follow me. You've been through a lot. You've, you've gone through ups and downs, like we all have. You know, you know, that's, to me, I must follow Jesus. There's no other, no other way. You know, the, someday this room is going to be full. I know it to be true, and, and because the, the the word of God is true and strong and powerful, and and, and if we all follow Jesus, as, as the scriptures say, we're gonna we're gonna share Him, we're gonna um, do something special. Uh, so to start with Jesus says, "Come, follow me." To J- to Peter, you know, he said, "Come on, come follow me." You know, he says the same thing to all of you, "Come follow me," you know, uh, "Come follow me." I I I have a special plan for you. In the end he, he says to me, Rick, you've got to follow You've got no other choice. You've got to make that decision. You gotta, please follow me. Uh, like Peter, we all have those mo- moments. Um, but you know I love uh, when God speaks. Um, and he spoke to us earlier and he's speaking to you right now. This is my son. Listen to him. Uh, no matter where you're at today uh, Jesus says, come follow me. That's, that's the crux of the lesson. Uh, if you haven't made Jesus your Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus says, come follow me. Um, Jesus says to you and I today, uh, take up your cross and follow me. Find your, find your niche. Put Jesus on. You know what the cross means to me? Uh, it means several things, but it means forgiveness. I Thank you for forgiveness. Uh, the cross means that I'm going to pursue Jesus with everything i got. The, the cross means less of me, more of you. Every day, that's a battle, but that's what the cross means: less of me, more of you. Less, the cross means salvation. It means, you know, I am I'm saved. I am going go to go. I got a special place all prepared for me. And ultimately, the, the cross means eternal life. Uh, our sister Yvonne is, is sharing in that right now. And you know, uh, you know, as sad as it was this year ago, I am so thankful she's in the loving arms of Jesus thank you Uh, if you need to uh, follow Jesus today uh, you know I I pray that you could uh, seriously think of that Uh, if you haven't made Jesus your Lord and Savior we're going to sing a great song by Casting Crowns it's it's really the word of truth uh, and it really is true his word is true his word is his word is faithful his word is strong and powerful and, and, and he wants you to come and follow him please stand and sing the song of invitation